Hello guys and welcome to day two. This is Tommy. I'm glad you're here with me again. I just want to remind you guys, if you're enjoying this journey, uh, invite someone else to take it with us. This is day two of our series where we're focusing on the fear of God, the power of God, the might of God. Just going to remind you, I'm going to share a scripture. I have no notes, so I'm just going to read the scripture and then just sort of let it breathe and share any thoughts that God gives me uh, on this particular passage. And then you're going to have a five-minute space to just meditate on it, to just think about it, uh, to see what God speaks to you. It's important for me to remind you guys that I don't have any connection to God that you don't have. Uh, I share some thoughts and hopes that I prime the pump in your brain and in your heart, and then God uh, has a conversation with you. There may be something you hear from this that I don't, but I hope what we all hear is the story of a God whose power goes beyond anything we can ever comprehend. And so if you have your Bible, I invite you to open it up to the book of Exodus. On day one, we were in Genesis. Um, today, we're in Exodus. We're moving slowly through the Bible. It's just amazing to me that the ancient Israelites, they understood the power of God. They had a healthy fear of their father. And so some of the best passages about the power and the God and glory of God seem to come from the Old Testament. Now we'll find in a few days that uh, there are also passages that speak to the power of Jesus. It's not as though God was powerful and Jesus is not because Jesus is God and we'll see that. But today we're in Exodus. Uh, chapter 15, let's start in verse 1. And this was actually a, a song sang by the Israelites, but I'm not going to sing it. So it says that, Then Moses and the sons of Israel sang this song to the Lord and said, I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him my father's God, and I will extol him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has cast into the sea, and the choices of his officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deeps cover them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. And in the greatness of your excellence, you overthrow those who rise up against you. You send forth your burning anger, and it consumes them as chaff. At the blast of your nostrils, the waters were piled up. The flowing waters stood up like a heap. The deeps were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will, per I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be gratified against them. I will draw up my sword, my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your wind, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in praises, working wonders? You stretched out your right hand, and the earth swallowed them. In your loving kindness, you have led them, the people whom you have redeemed. In your strength, you have guided them to your holy habitation, the power of God. Today, we reflect on a God who has swallowed armies for his people. So powerful, so full of might. 
I mean, it's as if, and I think about this all the time, and as I read this, this chapter, I feel like God's just speaking it to me again, that whatever you think, he's more. Whatever you imagine, he's greater. Whatever your best is, he's better. He is God. He is full of power. He is full of might. When he says, your right hand, O Lord, is majestic power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemies. Do you guys ever think about this aspect of God? Why not? Why don't we ever stop and meditate on the power that God possesses? Why don't we ever stop and meditate on someone who has the ability to, in a blink, in a snap, open the earth and swallow armies, swallow nations? I mean, I, I, is, is, it, is it fear in us? that doesn't want to think about this? Are we embarrassed of this part of our God? Is that why we don't talk about it or sing about it or celebrate it? Again, his love, yes, his love. It's vast and we love that, but his wrath is always there. His wrath, he, he has that in him. He has a righteousness that burns against sin, a righteousness that burns against those who would come against him or his people. There's power in God. And, and these people, these ancient Israelites, they're singing songs about some of the things that we barely even whisper about. The power of our God. The majesty. The glory. The splendor. When's the last time you spent any time thinking about it? And that's why we're doing this, guys. That's, that's why we're on day two for, for, for just a few more days to stop and remember who he is. I just don't think we can ever truly appreciate what he has done for us uh, until we realize who he is. I don't think we can really appreciate what we're being spared until we realize who he is. The fact that the Son of God, uh, that God through the Son of God has saved us from the wrath of God means nothing if we don't understand the wrath of God, if we don't understand what this is and how powerful and how mighty he is. And these people, they sang songs about it and they celebrated it and they remembered it. And they had a healthy fear of the Father. God is always the most powerful person. He is always in command. He is always in control. He is always in charge. This is our God. And this God, this God who, who the Israelites are singing about, this God who swallows an army, and it sounds to me like they're retelling the story of, of Moses and, and the parting of the Red Sea and the, and the waters. This God who parted a sea and then brought the, the waves back on an entire army. This God, listen to this, this God is for you. This God loves you. This is your Jireh, your provider. This is your protector. This is your strength. This God, this God is for me. And if this God is for me, then who could be against me? But I should, I should think about this and I should fear this God and I should be aware of who he is. This God is on my side. And to think that at one point I was an enemy of this God, that I was separated from him. But now through the blood of his son, I am united with him. He calls me son. He calls you son. He calls you daughter. Think about it for a little bit. Maybe go back and read that, that part of Exodus again. I bet, I'm, I'm willing to bet it's been a while since we've read Exodus chapter 15. Read it again. And then just shut your eyes and think about a power, a God of, of this sort of power. 
Think about a, a sea being parted and the, and the walls and the waves being pushed back. What kind of power would it take to separate those things? Then what kind of power would it take to bring it back together? Just think about it and be thankful that he is for you. Enjoy as you ponder on the power of your God. See you tomorrow, guys.